This Denver Broncos betting preview edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Circus Sports. Circus Sports is giving away $14 million this NFL season. Sign up in Vegas and play from anywhere. Get all the info over at circusports.com. We're also brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Hey, this is Bill Romanowski. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. We're here to talk about horses. I don't make horse sounds. <laughs> don't have a horse sound <laughs> for you. Sorry, that's as close as we can get the Kramer cat uh, as it's labeled on the soundboard. We're back here two a days, aka three a days, because we had a uh, a sandwich spot. We had a bonus Phil Steele college football preview episode yeah. uh, jammed in between the two NFL previews. Check that out. Always, always fun talking with the Don, aka Phil Steele. I did enjoy you calling him the Don. <laughs> To his face. Yeah. Well, you know, you you like to butter him up, and and again, he's a guy that's just been doing it forever. Tons of great information, um, good nuggets. I mean, honestly, not to go into the whole episode, but oh. his take on Wisconsin, uh, which <laughs> I was skeptical of, kind of sold me on Wisconsin. So uh, th- there's some good uh, nuggets in there. And we got the Denver Broncos here again. Thirty-two NFL team previews, walking through every game, favorite props. We got it all. And uh, speaking of having it all, you can have it all and more. Not only are we uh, cranking out tons of free podcasts after free podcasts, but also bonus SGP stories uh, podcast coming exclusively on the Patreon and a thousand dollar NFL win totals contest for the patrons. Exclusive merch. You get access to Ryan Sheet. Little bonus stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's an arms race out there. We need to load up against the corporate gambling. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Appreciate the sport. Appreciate all the uh the you know the Patreon Discord channel. It's got its own little separate channel there. You get a little gold uh star next to your name. It's uh, it's been fun. So shout out to all the people supporting us already and uh those uh, willing to sign up to their duty in the war against corporate gambling. Ryan, the Denver Broncos, we did it. We told ourselves we weren't gonna fall in love with Russ and and damn it, if we didn't uh, fall in love with Russ, we had him. Although we didn't go crazy, mm. we did have him going eleven and six. It's crazy to which, look back at that win total. Which their win total was ten. We had him going over barely. Of course, they uh, only went five and twelve, seven <clears throat> and ten ATS, eleven and six, which is horrible. But in our defense, if the Broncos' offense would have scored twenty points in each game, they would have been eleven and six. So the defense I, was pretty good. The defense was great, and that I think m- that maybe w- uh, what do they say when you uh, out out shoot out uh, out kick your coverage? Leaned over your skis too far. I don't know. Well, and imagine if Prime Russ had oh. a defensive year like that Broncos defense gave them. I mean that I think a couple of big takeaways. The the defense had a kind of historically good year by a lot of metrics. Uh you know, yards per play 6, EPA uh ninth. I mean, they were doing that with getting like literally defense was zero riding. support from the offense. Defense like was riding. They were on yeah, they were riding. They were on they were on the field the entire time and obviously not getting much uh, support in the way of points or anything, honestly. So it's weird. We're going to need to see that year again from the Denver Broncos. Obviously, the big story uh, coming out of camp is uh, Nathaniel Hackett's gone. Sean Payton's in. Of course, Sean Payton already talking shit on Nathaniel Hackett, trying to butter up uh, Russell Wilson. Ah, it's not your fault, Russ. Nathaniel Hackett was to blame. And yeah, you probably, if you're coach, you kind of, uh, you're not supposed to trash other coaches, no. but the fraternity, Sean. But I mean, they're, 
Nathaniel Hackett was so bad at like in-game uh, stuff. I mean, Denver was four and nine in one-score games, zero oh and three in overtime games. I feel like getting rid of Nathaniel Hackett and bringing in Sean Payton—that alone has got to be worth two, maybe three wins. Am I crazy? All right, so y- maybe I- I've gone back and forth on this. I, I think. You know, when you look back, you say, "How could this possibly get worse?" Yeah. How could? But the defense also performed in a way where you kind of scratch your head and you say, "Well, wait a second. You're telling me the Denver Broncos only had more sacks than eight football teams, and they were this like massively elite defense somehow." Uh, again, defenses tend to regress, and tend the pendulum tends to swing widely on well, them. Yeah, and so when they, their secondary was so elite last year. It was yeah. able to cover up some of these other problems. Remember they, they got rid of Bradley Chubb in the season. Didn't, didn't have the elite pass or state. So they maybe normally have the coordinator. Where, where'd he end up? Which one? He, the Denver coordinator. Oh, Fangio Miami. No, he wasn't the coordinator last um, year. We, we're going to have to look this one up, but my, my point at the continuation of the point is that the defense was good with this coordinator. Sean Payton's gone out and brought in Vance Joseph. Mm-hmm. But Vance Joseph, uh, I I don't remember this guy's name. Yeah, he uh, was a sexy. He was a sexy. Giro yeah. Evero. And so I I do wonder. I feel like we're probably you're gonna we're gonna catch some shit for not uh, having the pronunciation correct there. But uh, I I that's how I I feel like uh, I feel like as soon as we hear someone say it, we're gonna. Be, uh, but the, anyway, not, not important. He left. He's not there. He's not part of the new staff. Sean Payton brought in his own guy. His guy is Vance Joseph. And so you have a defense that's already set up to say like, well, you know, would not be surprising if they took a step back. And so I think when you, when you look at some of these fun trends, like it's like the offense really fucked up a great year from the defense and the likelihood of that defense doing that again is probably pretty low. And, you know, frankly, I, I think, have we ever I, we always have this chicken egg where it's like, is it the DBs or is it the pass rush? Yeah. Well, the, the, the Eagles had two times as many sacks last year. Yes. As the Broncos. And bro, but Broncos, it, is it, it the DBs or is it the pass rush? It, it's weird. Cause the Broncos, again, interesting team where, um, you know, they lost so many of those one score games. So many of those, uh, they lost five games by, by, by zero to three points. Like that is tough to happen so, again. So even if they get a little bit more of the luck and field goal luck was horrible for them. Opponents were 39 out of 41 for field goals against them. High altitude, baby. They had the worst injury luck in the NFL last year. And That's unfortunately kind of starting off with it again, Tim Patrick uh, out for the season, KJ Hamler dealing with an issue. It sounds like they might get him back again. Those pr- guys probably aren't moving the needle or the win total, but obviously not off to a great start. They do have Patrick Sertan, who played uh, Sertain, oh, played at an elite level. He was only targeted twelve uh, percent of the time. My my thought is, I think the defense could be a little bit worse. But if the offense just scores a few points, a few touchdowns, a few longer drives, it makes their job that much easier, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it just—they're a very interesting team, to also because the. The idea that Sean Payton is going to come in here and like poof, everything's fixed. The other thing I would point out, uh, looking back at last year, yes, the coach, the coaching staff appears to have made every mistake you can make, <laughs> um, every wrong decision, whatever. You, how, and yet still, how much? How much is on Russ? Yeah, well, the the one nugget that jumped out at me of like, hey, maybe right. this is a Russ situation. Wilson, Russell Wilson posted a career low 73 grade from a clean pocket, 30th in the NFL. So even when he did have time, he's still kind of. I, I heard our buddy Adam Chernoff uh, theorize that um, may, maybe maybe Russ was only good when Pete Carroll was carefully guarding him, gar- guarding him with a Brian Schottenheimer offense. <laughs> I mean, it, it's he, well, I, he I, was I, sexy in spurts, right? Like he was fun in spurts. And and he was he he had a, he had like a stretch where he was just absolutely out of control. But clearly, when he was left to his own devices last year and yeah. given free reign, it was made, bad. He made a lot of bad decisions. Yeah, and Subway, 
his own personal coach, <laughs> except telling the team having, he, more, having more bathrooms in his house than passing touchdowns. Telling the that team he real. wants an office in the <laughs> built. What the fuck is going on right? All right, let's. What kind of paperwork are you but, doing? Yeah, All right, but, we got we got a guest. We're gonna bring him on, Ryan. Uh, before we get on to uh, bring on our special guest, of course, we're brought to you by Circus Sports. That's right, Circa Millions and the Circus Survivor back. Fourteen million dollars guaranteed, up for grabs. Imagine just tossing and turning at night. If you go on an NFL heater this season, you're not in the Circa Millions contest. You're missing out on millions of dollars of prizes. You're missing out on wearing a nice blue jacket, holding a giant check from the legendary Derek Stevens. Just so many great opportunities. Again, it's th- these contests are fun. It's a great thing to do. You got a couple of buddies in the office, a couple of buddies in your gambling group chat. You sign up in Vegas. You make the pilgrimage out to Circus. Sign up between now when the season kicks off, and then you can play from anywhere. Be very easy to get set up with a proxy. And if you're thinking, what weekend am I going to do that? August 24th to the 26th, ultimate weekend for the signups. Uh, highly recommend coming out, joining us there. We will be live at Circus Sports August 24th to 26th. Sign up at the contest. Again, sign up in Vegas, play from anywhere. CircusSports.com. Joining us on the line, you know him from Vison. You can check him out uh, every night, uh, primetime live, six to nine. Mister Tim Murray, what's happening, man? Thanks for coming on the show, gentlemen. What's happening? Appreciate the invite. I got the hold on. This puppy. Yeah. Oh, oh wow, the schedule. You grid. son of a bitch. <laughs> Ryan keeps talking about how we got to get Circa to mail us a schedule <laughs> grid, and and Ryan's been waiting. We haven't figured that out yet. We're gonna have to get it. Uh, August twenty fourth to twenty sixth. You, my what? spreadsheet gimmick isn't a gimmick. I, <laughs> no. I like a nice spreadsheet. <laughs> it is fun because Derek will walk around with <laughs> that giant, and you know, obviously, because he's a guest on your show, a guest on a bunch of the Vison shows. He comes in with that giant. Laminated card and like prop. walks through his path on the survivor. Yeah, I actually did this exercise the other day, guys, and I, I mean, I'm pretty convinced I'm winning eight million dollars. I mean, <laughs> it's, I, I mapped we, it all out. It's 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 done. I mean, it's it's over. Are you gonna tell them? You tell yes, them. we we of course did the same thing. We did an entire <laughs> episode. We've cracked yeah. the code. We got it figured out. And then Cade York hits a fifty <laughs> rookie rookie field goal kicker hits a fifty eight yarder for the Browns to win in Carolina. We were all in on the Baker Fuck. Baker uh, Baker Mayfield revenge game. Completely, we got wiped out uh, day one of the Circus <laughs> Survivor. So uh, wow. not not great. But again, that's what's fun about it is uh, is the sweat. Obviously, not getting out uh, week one. But how did you play the Survivor last year, Tim? I got knocked out week five. Um, I had the Jaguars. They were laying seven against the Texans at home and they oh. lost. Oh man. We yeah, got it. We'll, you know tough. We'll get you a copy of the AFC South flow chart <laughs> when we publish it. Uh, it t- tells you how to, how to pick every one of those games. It's locked in. Yeah. Cause it does seem like there's teams that always beat certain teams in these divisions, certain spots and uh, right. AFC well, South in particular. Yeah. And last year I remember, and I said it, and you guys, I, I think you and I are, are, we all think similarly. I'm just Indianapolis was opening up was it was Indianapolis at Houston, yes. right? Yep. And everyone's oh, like, I'm well. like, don't, don't do it. <laughs> do not play Indianapolis week one. Sure enough. I mean, it's Indianapolis without fail has screwed so many people. What would uh, the COVID season? They go to Jacksonville. The only win for the Jaguars was week one. <laughs> yes. My, uh, my, you know, the goat Brent Musburger, he had Indianapolis in that oh. spot. I felt terrible. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, it's it sounds like such an easy concept. Oh, no, no point spread. It was win it all. And it's yeah. actually fun. So Derek, of course, Derek Stevens, uh, owner and CEO of Circa, you mentioned comes on my show and mine, me and Sean King. And uh, since he is, you know, the owner of the pr- property cannot be in Circa Survivor. So we actually do v Prime Primetime Survivor. 
where mm. Derek can be a part of it. <laughs> and uh, I think he got knocked out in like week three last year. Okay. Cause it's he, the, it's the unofficial official. If Derek was in the survivor yeah. pool picks, this is what he would be doing. Yeah. Yep. No survivor was crazy. And of course the ending of last year's oh, survivor oh, with God, the, that, the Texans, the, the Texans oh. essentially should be losing that game to get the number one pick. And then they, they throw up that, uh, that bass at the end and, and win. Oh man. Uh, what a, what a crazy swing, but that's why you got to get in the contest. The contests are so fun, Tim. Um, I, I know you're, you're, as far as your personal fandom, you're, you're a commander's guy, but I thought it would be fun to bring you on for the Broncos. Cause they are a, they're kind of a tough team to figure out. Obviously, you know, we were talking earlier, Russell Wilson, how much of it was <laughs> Russ last year? How much of it was Nathaniel Hackett? What's your make on the 2022 Broncos? Yeah. I mean, obviously you guys were hitting on it. I mean, you lose Tim Patrick and I think, I don't know if it was uh, Sean or Ryan, that which one of you said it, but you know, you said, yeah, look, it's not going to move the needle true, but I mean, this is a guy that I think they were hoping to kind of be one of those X factor type of guys. Um, you know, I saw an interview today, Javante Williams is chomping at the bit to, to be back, but look, it all starts with the quarterback, man. And you give up the capital that uh, they gave up to get Russell Wilson. He was a disaster last year. And, you know, it's really interesting. If you look at Mike Sando's article, uh, you know, the tears uh, that came out the other day, I mean, Russell Wilson in the eyes of people inside the league, head coaches, coordinators, you know, front office people, guys, he is the 16th best quarterback in the NFL right now, according to these tears. So it's, it's telling you something that, you know, they don't necessarily think it's a fluke. However, you know, as well, I'm sure we'll get into it. It does feel like a nice kind of bounce back type of candidate, but you know, eight and a half is the win total uh, to make the playoffs in that, you know, near to two to one range. Um, you know, Denver is a team early on in the process. I was, I was intrigued by with, uh, with, you know, Sean Payton coming in and maybe just a change of, you know, scenery. I do have some serious questions though about the playmakers and this isn't just, you know, yeah. uh, solely well off of you know, what we have with, with Tim Patrick, it's like, you know, what is Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton? You know, I I'm intrigued by Marvin Mims. And I think early reports at a camp are that he's been playing well. Okay. You know, is Marquise hot Calloway going to be a guy that uh, kind of steps up as a, you know, he, where did this guy come from? But I, I think overall, you know, you look at the playmakers, I, I got questions. I, I really do. There's no one out there. I feel like that scares me when it comes to the playmaking position. Yeah, that's a great point. Because if you think if you're a defensive coordinator, you're scheming up to shut down the Broncos. Who are you going? You know, we can't let Greg uh, Dolchich yeah, beat us. Who. Like who? Who is that guy? And Jerry Judy Those locks coming out of his helmet. <laughs> I, I, you know, he's one. He he hit a first touchdown for me, so he's in uh, he's in the good zone as a gambler. But you even, guys play those? I didn't even. Know. <laughs> Tim is always Tim, tips the hat to the uh, Sean's first already set, first touchdown. Sean's already teasing guys he likes as we do the team by team preview. But Luke Musgrave is going to win us some money one of these weeks. Just keep is playing. Back going to hold up? <laughs> that uh, hey, that's that Fingers was the, that was the concern. Um, let's look at the let's look at some of the additions. Yeah, yeah. I, bring yeah. up the the additions because. Because the key one to me was going out and signing Jared Stidham as soon as you could. Well, that's interesting, and I and I really think there was a conversation because Jared Stidham, by all accounts, you know McDaniel's, he was supposed to be a McDaniel's guy. Then all of a sudden, he gets mm -hmm. signed by the Denver Broncos first day of free agency, which to me is always like, all right, they wanted him in the building right away. I think he had a conversation with Sean Payton. I don't think Sean Payton said, Hey, I'm not totally in on Russ Wilson, but I think maybe there was some implied, uh, you know, Hey, he's on a short leash here yeah. where Jared, you might have a chance to play. If things go bad for Russ, I wouldn't be surprised if we see um, Jared Stidham. So, well, and I mean, you look at, I mean, they spent a lot of money on the offensive line, you know, they bring in McGlinchey uh, yep. from the 49ers. Yeah. So, you know, that's clearly something that they're trying to, grab and, and get a little bit more of a, uh, you know, a, more of that uh, beef up front. And I look at the backfield, right. With Samaj P Ryan and Javante Williams. I think this is going to be a team that really, even though what Williams uh, broke, you know, tore everything in his knee in week four, I, I imagine this is going to be an offense guys. I don't know what you think. I, I think they're going to rely heavily on this run game with, with P Ryan 
and and Williams. And that was what Sean Payton's offense at its core was. Right. And you know, to me, like the the story is more about like how quickly is Sean Payton being tasked to to break down this or to to rebuild this team because that's the other side is like are that is it this year because you know I I crushed the Panthers for Frank Reich bringing the guys together the old guy the, the bringing the old crew back together <laughs> and that's all Sean Payton did here how bad is everyone crushing Joe Lombardi. Yeah. How how bad is everyone last year? He horrible. He huge upgrade. Huge upgrade for them to be getting uh, uh, Kellen, Kellen Moore. Moore coming in. Yeah. And yet here he is on the Broncos. You and know, no one's talking about it because Sean Payton's there. I and think, Joseph. When did he have? When's the last time he had a good defense? <laughs> That's also true. Well, and yet no one's talking about it. I think if you're high on the on the uh, Broncos and high on the impact that Sean Payton is going to have on him, you would look to the 2021 New Orleans Saints, where Sean Payton had Trevor Simeon, Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, Ian Book, Marquez Callaway was their number one receiver. He still got them to the 14th ranked DVOA offense and nine wins. So I think that's like if you're talking yourself into it, that's the formula. Now he was at new Orleans for a long time. Yep. There was much more Culture. infrastructure. They had everything going. Cheating. He, he had all the <laughs> they were listening. They did get in trouble for listening. Bounty uh, gate. I yeah, mean, that really got swept under the rug. Uh, the listening in the listening devices, they put the opposing uh, teams. Uh, and you know, boxes. I go deep, Sean, every year I, I go, you don't want to go too deep into the some some of these teams, yeah. you just better better to stay away. But the Saints, you go too deep, you're gonna find some some connections and things you wouldn't imagine. Well, and and just what you know, Nathaniel Hackett. I mean, fourth and five, and he trots out a 64 yard field goal. Like you just gotta imagine, Sean Payton is not gonna have those moments. No. So I, I feel like gut test before we walk through the schedule. I'm leaning to a slight over because of Sean Payton not doing that. But the but but the the Russell Wilson. You know, to uh, Tim's point about you know where he was in the rankings, the advanced metrics of him in a clean pocket—that is a massive red flag. He has been working out this offseason. Yes. Are you buying into any of the Russell Wilson workout? It was just he needed to drop a couple pounds. How committed do you think Russell Wilson is to the season? That dude, that dude loves him some videos of him, man. Oh like, yes, he is, he is just a big, you know, I'm I'm grinding all off season <laughs> type of guy. Uh, I I just I still I want to go back to the field goal because that was oh, Joe man. Buck off the top rope. It was like Joe Joe Buck, if I remember correctly, goes. While they call, they're sitting there. He's like, "You have a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback, and you're going to try the longest field goal in the history of the NFL." Uh, he, it reminded me of when I'm on the uh, we do these like fantasy football best ball drafts, and I forget to load up my queue, and then there's like two <laughs> seconds, one second, and then I panic draft some guy that's just like, "Oh wait, you already have three quarterbacks. Why are you drafted a fourth? It, it, you could just see the panic in his eye, which is rare to see at the professional level for a head yeah. coach. And even on the Manning cast, if Peyton Manning and <laughs> Eli Manning, who oh. are kind of very friendly with their fellow media members, are going out of their way to just, and it wasn't, it wasn't trying to trash him. It was just his instant reaction of like, no, no, no. Why are they kicking a field goal? That's when you know it was so uh, Nathaniel let, me, let me ask you guys this, because I, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm curious your, your reactions of, of the whole Sean Payton crapping on Nathaniel Hackett situation. Um, oh, love it. And he also, by the way, if you you read the whole article by Jared Bell from USA Today, he crapped on everyone, right? It was the ownership, it was the GM, it was everybody, right? He's you know he's cleaning it up, new sheriff in town. Is that a uh, hey hey fellas? I believe in you guys, like revitalization moment because I, I feel like that's what Sean Payton was trying to get at. As opposed to you know Aaron Rodgers dropping the Will Smith quote of you know keep my coach's name out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, it was very close to like him storming Chris Rock and and giving him a slap across the face. W would uh, love to see that. Yeah, that would, love <laughs> that would love be another. week five, baby. Week <laughs> that, five. That's gonna be a, that's gonna be a great great game. No, I I here's what I think happened. I think Sean Payton came in 
And at first it was some tough love. Hey, Russell Wilson, we're getting rid of your office. What do you, why do you have an office? We're cleaning house. This is Sean Payton's team, blah, blah, blah. Now it's like, oh, okay. Now I got to be the good guy and win the team back over. Cause training camps about to start. How am I going to get them to see, Hey, I'm on your side. You know, you guys, you guys are great players. You guys, you guys just suck as the Nathaniel Hackett. We're going to fucking kick ass and take names. I think it was like, I think it was very calculated by Sean Payton. I mean, what else would he be doing that for? Like he's, he's been in the media. He's been a coach for years. Like he knew what he was mm, doing. He's been enjoying the life. He's been sitting courtside. <laughs> he was, he was a hot air machine on, on TV. Yeah, he really was. He's ripping. I mean, he's ripping bongs. There he, is that video. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> of a guy who looks like Sean Payton. We don't Wait. know for sure. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. You're the man. Yeah, you are. <laughs> now we 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 cannot confirm whether or not that's Sean Payton, but it's a guy who looks a lot like Sean Payton. What do you mean we can't confirm? Well, you know, you know, Sean Payton didn't release the video. He hasn't. Uh, I actually, uh, not to not to be the guy that his inside sources, but I actually spoke to someone mm. who has a personal connection to the video. It's it's Sean Payton. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So we got it. It's legal out there, you know. Uh, so is uh, so sports gambling, which unfortunately um, they already lost a guy for he, in, suspended indefinitely. Now he was a uh, fourth round pick they got uh, in the Russell Wilson uh, oh, trade, wow. right? Uwazurike uh, hasn't played a ton, but he where he's, he go to he's gonna sit out the entire season. Do you know where he went to school? Uh, Iowa State. Oh, I'm pretty sure. And now, which what, what, what's going on in Iowa State? A red flag with the Hunter Deckers. Uh, <laughs> oh no! News. We haven't even gotten to that yet. Uh, very oh, interesting. Wow. There. These Northwestern Iowa State seem like they're just uh, troubled programs, Sean. <laughs> yeah, got a lot going on there. All right. Uh, any? I, I think it's time. Let's we'll pull, let's pull up. The, have, the we, have we talked odds? Oh yeah. But let's pull up the odds. Win total sitting at eight and a half. Oh, look at this exact number here. Feels a hair high. <laughs> Uh, make playoffs is plus 200 miss playoffs minus 215 division division is up to mm. seven to one conference 30 to one Super Bowl 45 to one man if they well here's my my instant snap judgment here if you like them I think if they're gonna win the division you probably also should bet them to win the conference because that means they've they're better than the Chiefs yeah I they, I don't <laughs> I don't like the division price no, at me all. Neither. I'm I mean, just you know, we've as we've walked through these teams, I do think there's some fun longer shot four to one, eight to one division odds. But I mean, the scenario where the Chiefs don't win the division, it would involve a you know horrible injury to Patrick Mahomes. But I still think Andy Reid and that team could put together a decent number of wins. So to your point, Ryan, if you think the the Broncos are going to be this unstoppable force that they're beating the Chiefs. And yeah. the Chargers for the division at seven to one. Why not take it all the way to the conference? And, I mean, and just real quick because I, I do I I like to approach these ex, this exercise objective with every team except for the Giants, of course. Uh, Ch- Chad, being he's putting his hand up. He's being man enough to say that he's sorry as last year he pressured me. To go over on the Broncos, so <laughs> Chad was a Broncos fan, and yeah, talked oh. a ton of crap. Like, oh, we're gonna go all the way, danger. Yeah, Russ I, I get excited. Us. I get excited. No, I, we've again up until last year, Russell Wilson had made us a ton of money. It was oh. just double-digit wins every year in Seattle. They would always hang the number eight and a half, nine and a half. They've just been a. Uh, do you have any? Do you have any priors with uh, Russell Wilson? <laughs> like, is he on your do not bet list, or is he a guy you've you've uh, that's been good to you gambling wise, Tim? I feel like I've bet against him a lot, and I'll be in a good space. <laughs> and then Russell here, yes, the typical. Boring, oh, so yes, we got We got a break here with Russell, Russell Wilson, uh, Mister Unlimited. No, real, real exciting. <laughs> no, real exciting. Um, but anyways. Uh, Everybody has to have an alter ego, right? And, and I've been thinking about what my alter ego would be, and I, I, I think I have an alter ego. His name, his name's Mister, Mister, Mister Unlimited. That's all I need yeah, to say. Gotta be right, thank you, thank you, you Jeff. So it goes on that, for a long that was, time. Well, and that was because my 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 first calendar item oh. of the day was a reminder that I put in last year that says no rust stuff this year. <laughs> so I'm being reminded on all levels that this guy has lost his mind. Well, Tim, you before Russell Wilson interrupted, <laughs> he interrupted us, me. Well, that's your- what he did. I would bet against them and I would be sitting in a good position when he was in Seattle and then he would have the ball and he would inevitably drive the field and, uh. and break my heart. So I feel like I've lost a lot of bets against them. 
Um, I've never been the biggest, you know, Russ backer. Um, Good so, for you. you know, last year was one of those situations where I was, I was not buying in on the hype and this, you know, win the Super Bowl train. Now, because of the way my mind works, I'm like, do I kind of like them now? <laughs> yeah, you know, everyone's crapping on them. You know, he's, <laughs> you know, people were picking them like tier four in that Sando article. I'm like, I don't know, maybe, maybe I like them here. Sean Payton's, you know, talking crap a little bit, and yeah. to start fights. So, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like you know, looking at those odds, and and I'm sure we'll go a little deeper in it. I would pr- rather probably go. Broncos to make the playoffs at that two to one price, as opposed to go over eight and a half wins. I I feel like that's a great way to look at it. Cause I'm, I'm with you. Like if they get to nine wins, this team feels like, yeah, probably going to be playoffs as well. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's pull up the schedule. Walk through it here. Worth noting before we get into the schedule, they, they did spend the most in free agency, Sean. And every year, yeah, what happens? The team that spends the most, I think, every year they've increased their wins by at minimum three. So yeah, last year, uh, team, team that spent the most was the Jags. Obviously, went from three and fourteen, yeah. shot up. I mean, some of that was a lot of parallels, right? Because how often do coaches get fired in their first year? Urban Meyer, Nathaniel Hackett, <laughs> both fired in their first yeah, year. Yeah, I so. guess I guess the difference is Trevor Lawrence making a mini sure. leap, mini okay. jump up. Well, Russ and Trevor Lawrence, they're both good looking, <laughs> both sexy as hell. All right, let's walk through this schedule, figure out, figure out where we're going. Uh, you know, not a bad start for them. They have the yeah. Raiders week one where they'll be favored. Then they have the commanders. Another, uh, another situation where they're laying mm. points. We love those early week elevation games. Always an advantage. Then you have at dolphins at bears. Crazy to think the Broncos are, will be favored in three of these four first games. Yeah. I mean, uh, if you listen to the Raiders preview, uh, obviously <laughs> big out on the Raiders, <laughs> I think commanders actually match up okay against them, but I think that's a tough spot. A non-conference road game at elevation yeah, week two. That's a tough spot for the commanders. And I I'll say this, I, 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 you know, we're going back to the commanders. Um, I think week one, I, I, you know, I'm a big, especially in college football, big situational guy, oh, right? Yeah. Let down, look ahead. Week one is going to be week one. I'm telling you right now, the NFL knew what they were doing when they made this <laughs> schedule. You look at the commander schedule. There really was like only one or two teams that could fit the mold of they won't bring fans to FedEx field because if it was Philly, if it was the Giants, if it was the Dallas Cowboys, anyone in the division, that stadium is all their fans. But Arizona has no fans. They don't have a quarterback, (laughs) right? So, and now there's this jubilation. So I do wonder if there's going to be a little bit of a hangover, a letdown factor. And then, you know, Sam Howell, look, my partner, Sean King, loves that guy like it's his child for some reason. Nice. Um, But he's going on the road to Denver against that defense, against arguably the best cornerback in football. I don't know. how How is Sam Howell? going to, you know, adjust there. So yeah, I think the schedule really sets up well uh, early on for them. You know, Dolphins, obviously that could be hot as hell down there, you know, bears and jets, obviously the jets game has now got a little extra juice, but um, no, I, I I think the schedule is is pretty intriguing, you know, extra long week for the bills, which is nice. Um, Yeah. I, I, I think this, you know, if you like the Broncos, I think this very well could be a playoff team. I think it comes down to, you know, what are the chargers going to be this year? Are they finally going to, mm-hmm. you know, the chargers, what do you think about this comparison? I feel like the chargers are kind of like Texas where it's like every year we talk so highly about them and then they never <laughs> great recruits, great team. All, oh, we just need a new coach. Great on paper. Yeah. yeah I guess oh, look at the talent everywhere. I mean, <laughs> they've been recruiting at an elite level. They've got this guy. Look, and I am a guy who flat out in our, you know, college football guy that's coming out on Thursday said, I get it. Texas is overrated every year. I'm betting them to win the Big 12 this year. So maybe we can finally do it and make the playoffs under Justin Herbert. But we had an yeah. almost exact conversation about <laughs> with Texas with Phil Steele. We had him on uh, last episode. He said the same thing. He's like, I didn't want to put Texas at uh, you know winning the Big 12. It just uh, it made too much sense. All right, Ryan, getting back to the those first yep. four games, I'm going I'm going three and one here. Um, trying to not get buying too much, but I like those first two home games. They're great at home early. 
Historically, the Broncos. I think at Dolphins, I, I'm grading it a loss, can, can and, we, I, and I think they can beat the Bears. Worth noting, Miami back-to-back road games will be coming off a Sunday night spot against New England. They could Ooh. be 0-2. Broncos could be 2-0. That could be a smash spot for the Dolphins. I'm with you, Sean. I not planning on being optimistic. I think they can win three of these games. Three. Tim, I'll say three and one to start the season. Tim, how say you first four? What do you what do you feel here? Yeah, I think it's three and one. I think they split between the Dolphins and the Bears. We've seen, you know, last year, what was it, week two or three? The Bills went down there. The 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 game Ken Dorsey lost his mind when it was just like <laughs> oh, blazing yes. hot. Yeah, um, man. Yeah. So I, I think they could split there. And, you know, looking at this schedule, if they're not to jump ahead, I don't, you know, I don't want to uh, you know, do what uh you know, be the host here. But if, if they're five and three at their buy, man, that's, that's well, a pretty decent spot to be in. We're, yeah. I, you know what, Tim, we're going to get to it right now uh, because we're good hosts. Now <laughs> this stretch, this stretch gets tough. Yeah. You got the, you got Aaron Rodgers and the jets at home. Oh, chirp. Which, well, at this point, I think Sean Payton might've said too much. And our hero, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers could be extra, extra motivated. Maybe some psychedelic. Hey, did you guys hear he took a pay cut? I just, I oh. didn't know. <laughs> Yeah, what a good I'm guy. I'm surprised they I'm surprised that he let that out. <laughs> great I, guy. Yeah. He doesn't seem like a guy who likes attention yeah, and yeah, really guys keep this on the low. <laughs> yeah. uh, then then it's at Chiefs on Thursday night football. Very difficult spot there, Road obviously. Thursday night. And again, the fact that the Jets game is before the Chiefs Thursday night thing, like that's a that's just gonna be brutal spot for them. And then you have Packers at home and then Chiefs at home. Oh. We discussed this on the Packers preview. It's a rare early season. Sandwich spot with a single team. I I don't know if this is what you want to see if you're Denver in terms of getting the Chiefs twice at this phase in the season. I uh, I I don't know how. I, look, I think they can beat the Packers. Yeah, I think that's that's probably. A, but it's a Packers tough coming off a bye though. Yeah, and and I guess Broncos have oh, no, I, actually, a little I, bit of rest there. I but gave this game to the Packers. I have to yeah. be true. But other than that, I this is a tricky schedule because the defense for the, the the Jets could be a handful for this this Broncos well, especially team. that spot now. And Aaron Rodgers using all his mana. <laughs> I are you going two and two, Kramer? Can you get him to two and two? Three and one. Three and no, one. Oh no, sorry, one and three. One oh, and three, one and one three. three. Okay, yeah, because I the pendulum's going to swing quickly on this this season. So I'm saying they're four and four at the bye. Ah, uh, Tim, what are you doing? Two and mm. two, three and one, one and three. Where where are you feeling? Mm, I want to give him the Jets game. Um, yes. I want to give him that, that one's close. Yeah, short week against the Chiefs. I really like this Packers team coming off a bye, but you're getting a you know a fresh quarterback there. Um, you know maybe maybe they you know hey have we overlooked the fact that Matt Lafleur might be uh oh. you know upset about the fact that Nathaniel Hackett his once upon a time offensive coordinator was thrown under the, <laughs> the you know the, the oh, car wow. I like the drama yeah so uh look if you're optimistic five and three I think looking at that first eight I think realistically we're looking at four and four probably yeah. and then you know do we get do we get uh do we get bye week drama quarterback change? Ooh. Yeah, because I I do have this scenario where I imagine Ooh, I like that. I, actually I should be zero and four. I don't have a win there. You don't because I have the Packers. Yeah, beating. you have the Packers. Oh, so you got them three and five, Ryan. Uh, Tim and I are nice. sitting four and four. But to your point, like I could see those games really being tough for Russ. Um, you know, him trying to outshine Patrick Mahomes, forcing himself into a couple of mistakes. I could really see that script. And well, what I, if Russ is the what if Russ was a big part of the problem and the and the coach just didn't know how to work around yeah. his limitations? Well, Nathaniel Hackett Chiefs, remind me of a haven't the Chiefs kind of struggled with the Broncos yes. these past couple of years? So yeah, like they I, I think it's more an ATS thing where like right, the Broncos, yeah. you know, they play didn't them cover more. last year. They were up like twenty eight nothing, right? And then they blew the lead. They still won. They didn't cover. Yeah. Of uh, like thirty four twenty eight or something like that. Yep. Yeah, because they especially I, I'm pretty sure last year they were pretty big dogs, uh Broncos. Oh, huge, yeah. Both times. Uh the the Chiefs <laughs> I mean the Chiefs have won the last six. Yeah. Okay. So they win, but it, you know, maybe Actually, take the Broncos in the points. Because there was a week, uh it was the the season, regular season finale two years ago, because I remember we were talking about Circus Survivor. I remember some people had the Chiefs and they were nip and tuck with the Broncos at the end of that season, but they did win that game. So yeah, I think the chiefs have struggled to cover, but 
yeah, as Ryan, you mentioned, I, yeah, they're six. I actually take wins. that back. The Broncos have not beat the Chiefs since 2015. Wow. All right. So <laughs> there we go. And Vance Joseph so was by struggle. I mean, they can't beat the Chiefs. <laughs> there were some close no, but games. I know what you mean. And maybe it's just because we just, our heads are just such in the gambling world where you're like, oh, yeah, that was a win. And that one was a win. But really, it's just straight up losses. It includes Patrick Mahomes' first ever start. <laughs> In uh, 2017, oh, so Mahomes, I remember that Mahomes one. has never lost the Broncos. How, wow. how do I have not not have that written down? And Vance Joseph was the head coach in 2017 and 2018 for the Broncos, so mm. has some experience getting his ass beat <laughs> by Andy Reid. So four and four sounds right, and, yeah. And to three and five sounds right. Yeah, to Tim's <laughs> point, maybe it, I just feel like we're gonna get a Jared Stidham start Sean, at some point in this. Season. If we get Sean Payton starting off three and one and then losing four in a row, that just feels oh. like. Perfect, because everyone's gonna go. Can't, you could just see him on the on the Sunday night countdown shows, or like, and Sean Payne revitalized things a mile high. They got things firing <laughs> on all cylinders, and then from mile high to Rocky Mountain to oh, wow. Rocky Mountain lows, <laughs> the Denver Broncos are singing the blues as they've gone one and three. You could just see the narrative. But what what do we got after the bye? All right, let's, I think that's where it gets interesting. Yeah, so then we have at Bills. My Ooh. goodness, off the bye on Monday Night Football. Uh, that that's going to be a tricky spot right there. Then you have Vikings at home on Monday night. Kirk Cousins like got some prime time work like this year. Uh, Browns at home, and then at Texans. You know the the I think the Broncos are probably going to be one of those teams when you when you get them in a spot where they're going to be on the road and they're laying points. It's always going to be scary. This is the first. The Texans game is the first of a three game. Road stretch. It's they're yep. one of five teams this year that has one of those on the schedule. So yeah, I mean, I guess it, it's tough to want to. It's tough to give them the Bills. I, honestly, like I just wonder if this offense is going to be able to score points because even like a Vikings game, if they get into a shootout with the Vikings, what happens? Yeah, but I I I love fading a non-conference yeah. Monday night Kirk Cousins spot at at elevation in my eye. Give that to me all day. Um, Browns again, st- still not the Deshaun Watson thing. I'm just still not fully in Texans. I do think Sean Payton can beat a uh, rookie head coach but and the, rookie quarterback. Teams that can run the rock, I think, could give them problems. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see. David like Pierce. Um, I'm gonna go three and one. A little bounce back here. Ooh, wow! Is look that, at you. Is that uh, what? Do, I mean, I I don't think I can make them two and two. I like the home spots. Uh, too much here, Tim. What are you doing here? Four game stretch. So the Bills, they are playing um, that Monday nighter the week after Ooh, they play Cincinnati. Yeah. Oh wow! Huge spot. The Demar Hamlin spot. Obviously, you know the the yes. you know lot of lot of emotions in that one. So that's and an interesting short week. Yeah. Spot. Or, uh, or and they'll sorry. have the extra rest. Uh, we've got Minnesota. Do we, you know, I, I just think Kirk's going 17 and 0 after what we saw from quarterback. Um he's got you know. the nacho ready for the Super Bowl trophy. He's, he's got that in little that cut room, baby. He's got it all. He's got it in the secret room there. <laughs> so weird. But uh yeah. I, I I'll say in that next four game stretch, I'll go uh, I'll go two and two. It, it, it not only do they, are they coming off the game where they're playing the Bengals, but they have the Jets on deck, right? You know, division rivalry. Ooh, so sandwich. Yeah, you you got that sandwich spot right there. I, I kind of like where you're you're coming from there. Minnesota, meanwhile, I I kind of stand by it. Like this is the kind of game where I I do wonder if they get into some sort of shootout. Yeah. I mean, Justin Jefferson Sertain? versus Sertain, Justin Jefferson. Yes, I, I'll take so. I'll go two and two here. Okay. I think I feel better about my three and one after, after Tim pointed out the, that the bills Bills. are coming after that Monday, uh, the Bengals game. And remember this will now be a full season and a half removed from Brian Dable. So Josh Allen could be completely melting down at this point. That's that's the Kramer's holding on to that theory that jo- Josh Allen has looked Josh worse Allen without lo- Brian Dable. Well, it, it's like Wizard of Us. As, as Josh much as Allen, it pains me to Josh say Allen that. lost his brain when Dable <laughs> lo- left. He's not doing so well. All right, so we'll uh, let's let's uh, head down the last the stretch. five. So again, three game road stretch here. Mm. So after the the Texans, which we already discussed, you have at Chargers, which that's that will be like a home game at Lions. 
again, another team that might be able to uh, exert themselves on the offensive line. I, I worry well, and, a little and bit. And it's a third road game. It's a yeah. third road game. You Which never win that third road game. Te- in a row. Yeah, teams don't do great there. Although last year, I believe the Colts did win a game in that situation. Patriots on Sunday Night Football, then back to the Chargers. It, weird how close in proximity some of these divisional games are. Meanwhile, the season is bookended by Raiders games uh, at Raiders Week 18. I, I, they split with the chargers, right? That, that's probably the right answer. Feels, feels about right. Yeah. They uh, Patriots that that's, that's the kind of game again, that they should be able to pound the rock. That's going to be a low scoring defensive game. I, I'll say what am, where am I at? You're at five and seven, Ryan. I think I have to go two and three here, two just, and three just for, just for uh, you got them seven and 10. Oh, I'm, wow. I'm also going to go two and three, nine and eight. Cause of that that three and one stretch there, uh, which I do like, I, I do think that's going to be a decent stretch for them. Tim, you're sitting at six and six here going into the final five. How you, how you feeling here? I kind of go, I think they go three and two. I think they split with the chargers. Uh, yep. They lose the lions. I'll give them the Patriots. And uh, I think the Raiders are, are, you know, talking to Caleb Williams in week 18. So oh. um, yeah, they, I, I guess I got them at nine and eight. Uh, I'm going to look like a fool if the regression actually happens, but I, I'm just going to lean into the idea that it, that Russ was part of the problem and Sean Payton getting his boys, bringing them back together. I mean, we, like literally the same, same smart people that are probably telling you how this, this defense was amazing in spite of injuries and all the regression they're going to have. We're also telling you how Joe Lombardi's offense is ridiculously stupid and he never runs past the sticks. He's the co I, I it's we could have yeah, the Joe the Joe Lombardi angle where the Chargers are you know Brandon Staley boy genius yeah. might want to run it up on him you know so yeah we got another revenge angle ooh that's uh so yeah. many situ this Broncos team they could be mm. like Texas and Oklahoma in the Big Twelve this year just target on their back <laughs> everyone's coming after them so at at <laughs> nine and eight though as Tim was pointing out I don't love taking the over here at eight and a half. I'll just roll the dice and take the two to one that they sneak into a wild card spot. And I think even some books have uh DK may actually have like, they will be a wild card team, Ooh. Uh, Ooh, which is an I interesting, like you get a little, you get a little better price. You're obviously if they win the division, you're screwed, but I, uh, I'm I'm going to be on the Chiefs to win the division, so I feel good about that. So uh, right now, I'll just go make playoffs uh, plus one ninety eight. Uh, I do as far as prop bets. This is one which I like because it's there's multiple outs on it. Russell Wilson under ten and a half interceptions. I think the idea here is one, Russell Wilson getting up there in age. I think he could get knocked out of and miss a couple games. Two, I think he's on an incredibly short leash with Sean Payton. I think if he's throwing picks and putting the defense in a bad spot, he's not gonna leave him out there. And then three, like I think they're gonna scheme up an offense that doesn't let Russell Wilson cook. They're taking away his frying pan. He's not gonna have the hibachi grill. They're gonna it's gonna be like ground and pound, easy play action stuff. So I don't think they're gonna. I don't think Sean Payton lets him get to eleven interceptions by hook or by crook. So I like Russell Wilson under ten and a half interceptions. Kramer, how say you? Are you are you gonna take the under on Russell Wilson? Oh uh, no, no. I I don't I don't know what the I honestly I I think I think I I don't know why we just assume that Jared Stidham is gonna be any good. I know I know the way Sean Payton has operated no, though, and I, he's done this with quarterbacks, yeah. right? Like. Oh, I can trust you. You're not going to make. I could see Russ getting the same treatment that Jameis Winston got, mm. which is I need to trust you first before you get to play all the time. Are you going to be a good boy? Well, that's what I'm saying. And I think he's going to be gonna on a short leash. He's not going to let him. He's not going to let him throw a ton of picks. Like I just think he won't. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. I. But I'm. But if they put in Stidham, then you know you're going to cash because he's probably going to miss a bunch of games. I do think Sean Payton's going to want to throw the ball. I do think it's going to be a lot of short stuff. Again, like back to the Lombardi point. So you're to your point. Like maybe there won't be a lot of risky stuff. Maybe they'll uh, they'll 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 be a, maybe Jerry Judy won't continue to have hands like stone and cause a couple tipped <laughs> interceptions like he does well, every year. And he's he's been a super frustrating guy to play in fantasy or player props because you never know what you're going to get. So what first do you first touchdown? What, first touchdown? Yeah, you know I'm not. 
big name receivers, number one receivers, Tim. It's I got to get double digits to get the juices flowing for the first touchdown. Um, we'll you see, need we'll some see. Kendall Hinton in your life. Oh, oh yeah, wow. I mean. Marvin Mims. The only thing that I don't like about it is now that with the injuries, people are talking him up a little bit. Uh, but yeah. he's an interesting guy to look at first touchdown because I wouldn't be surprised they do some gadgety type stuff to get him going. But Kramer, what do you, what do you got for the well, I for think, the picks here? I certainly think that. So would you rather play that the Bronco? Would you bet the Broncos to give up the fewest amount of points? Yeah, I did like were, that in the. Uh, you know what? I'm going to add that because I gave that out when we did the futures. I think they're 20 to one to give out the fewest points, and I think that defense, like if it just gets a little bit of help from the offense, I think uh, them to have the fewest points is an interesting play. Fewest uh, points conceded, considering yes. how good they were last year, 20 to one. Yes. Yes, you're in on that. I, I certainly think. I I'm obviously not that high in them. Only seven wins, but that that's the way. If they're gonna be, if I'm gonna be wrong about the win total, that's the way I'm gonna be wrong. So I wouldn't mind taking a stab on a twenty to one. I understand like why it's a long shot, but if this defense does hit, and Vance Joseph proves me wrong because he's he's obviously a listener to the program. <laughs> no, this is bulletin board material. Uh, Tim, Tim, what do you like here? I know you said you, you kind of threw out uh, make playoffs as a value. Because uh, of the price difference, and I guess the the idea that if they go nine and eight, maybe sneak in there in yeah. the seven seed. Uh, what 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 else do you like here? Yeah, that yeah, I think that's uh, kind of an interesting um, angle when you look at uh, making the playoffs at two to one. Even though the more I think about it, I'm like, ah, do I really want to back this team to make the <laughs> make the playoffs? Um, I, you know, I think you know you guys you guys had the look ahead line. Oh, okay. I, I like that. Which one? The Raiders, man. The Raiders aren't <laughs> playing for anything in Week 18. I, I'm yeah. just that ain't happening. Give me the give me the Broncos Week 18 right now. Oh, just, I, I mean, this is uh, give me Week 18 only. Yeah. You're pulling out a Week 18 look ahead line play. This is how you know Tim is a professional. I've been I love amused. it. I, I, I totally agree. I've been inspired. I I give give me the Dolphins Week Three. <laughs> I'm predicting the Dolphins are 0 2. We're going to talk about them because the Dolphins like will spot. be 0 and 2, we, and the and the Broncos will be 2 and 0. So you guys are just picking your spots with this yeah, Broncos team, so this. Which, had, uh, which might be the best way to play them, honestly. We had uh, so name drop here. We were we Ooh. always talked to uh, Doug Ellen, who created Entourage on our show. Oh yeah, yeah. him and uh, him and Sean went to college, or not together, but they both went to Tulane. So we had a uh, an E visit Kevin Conley, oh, and he's nice. a huge Dolphins fan, and oh. he talked about these September games for Miami and just how brutally hot it is. And they always put the road team in their home uniforms. Yep. I'm like, oh yeah, Denver. Is that a one o'clock Eastern game? It's got to be a one o'clock Eastern game, it right? It is a one o'clock. Yes. Yeah. Can we put Ooh. up the uh, the odds again for the uh, look ahead? Sean wants just to get so a, I can get. Uh, Sean's jealous. He wants a spot here. <laughs> so wait, Ryan, you're taking uh, Dolphins. Miami get, plus three and a half. No way. Three? No, Dolphins will be laying three and a half. Okay, so you're well. Actually, the price might get better. Hmm. So wait, you're taking the you Dolphins? Might wait or on the, that. Yeah, my, I, that's my recommendation. Okay. Wait until the week of, and then bet the Dolphins. <laughs> okay, because it'll only be minus three. Okay, but Tim likes uh, Broncos week eighteen. Oh wow! I mean, this is a great price. Only Plus one and a half. I mean, the Raiders are going to be they're they're yeah. going to have Aiden O'Connell out there. And oh, it's going to be all Bronco fans. They're going to want to lose to get Caleb Williams. Give me, give me the Broncos. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you, Kramer. We're, you know, we're going to be on. Well, yeah, I, I love the the Week 18 play, but you know, we're going to be on the Dolphins because that's a game, that's a thermometer game where where they have the sideline reporter <laughs> next to a giant thermometer. Joe, I'm here in the sideline. It's uh, it's 105, but it feels like 120. I mean, that was. Calling back to that that Bills game where they were like cramping up on the sidelines, you know they they had never uh, seen anything like it. Oh, but by the way, yeah, Ryan is totally right because let's not play that game because that's the <laughs> classic two and O Broncos leading Sunday NFL countdown. Yep. Um, what, and then you're gonna hear some boss, someone out there be like. I can't believe the odds makers have the dolphins <laughs> as the favorite. They are wrong. You're like, okay, now I know the dolphins are the right yes. side. 
Yes, perfect time to hop right. on him. I'll give you another. I got more. More pro. So I have. I think we, we. I threw one of these out earlier, but the points, the season total points for the Broncos. Okay. We think they're gonna maybe be run run heavy with Peyton. Okay. We think the defense is even if they regress, they'll still be a good unit. Yep. And if anything, their weakness will be letting teams run the ball, aka clocks moving. Their point total is three eighty one and a half. Ooh, that would mean that they would have to score over twenty two point four four points a game. So twenty two and a half points a game. Last year they scored under seventeen points per game. So while Sean Point Payton might mean a lot, is he going to mean over five five and a half points a game? That's a an increase increase. I'll 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 take that way. So so maybe a fun way to fade the Broncos here. Denver under so three hundred and eighty one season points. Right? Three eighty one and a half. Yep, minus one ten of the under. All right. Well, you're getting some. You, you got to worry about that hook there. That's where they'll get you on the season. <laughs> yeah, give me points. that half point, bitch. I don't want to push. <laughs> All right. Uh, now, time for uh, everyone's favorite MLD, most likely Dgen, someone that we predict. Although, again, the Broncos already had a guy suspended for yeah. the entire year for gambling on Broncos games. It's come out that he was gambling on the games itself. Who will be joining him again? Oh, this is easy. Oh, who do you got, Kramer? Well, let's let the guy. I mean, let, or you go first. Actually, I feel like I've stolen one of yours too. But this feels easy. I don't think you're going to have mine. Okay, I'm going to go with man by the name of Riley Moss. Ooh. That's right, rookie cornerback out of Iowa. Now. There's been rumblings that Iowa State uh, Deckers, as we as we alluded to earlier, already got in trouble. Rampant. There's, there's Iowa baseball players. I just saw uh -oh. on Twitter got busted. Iowans love gambling on sports, which we love uh -oh. here on this podcast. Mark can attest. But I I feel like as a rookie, you got a lot of time to kill. You're hanging out. He's a young kid on his phone. Maybe uh, places a wager within the team facility. The hammer comes down. It's unfortunate. But Riley Moss most likely DJ Kramer. Uh, Tim, have you been on a show yet that that predicts uh, who's going to get busted? <laughs> Pinch next no, for gambling. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I was just scrolling through the roster, <laughs> seeing if we did any Iowa State players. Sadly, we don't. Yeah. The one Iowa State guy is the one suspended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, you know, the obvious people will scroll it and say, "Well, Nick Williams, rookie out of UNLV." No, nah, man, he knows the deal. Yeah. He's lived yeah. in my state. Uh, I got to go with my D three brother. Uh, Quinn Minerts, the uh, the the guard, starting guard uh, from Wisconsin Whitewater. Um, I think he's going to want to throw down on some like uh, you know Badger football or something like that. Well, Even though I think you're allowed to do that, but he might do it from the facility. Yeah. We'll that's how these guys get busted. Style. Not from the team hotel. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're bad. You're cracking a couple cold ones. You forget you're logged into the team Wi-Fi. Even though he's a Warhawk, not a Badger. Remember, oh, that's right. Warhawk. Yes. Yeah. He's a Warhawk. Jesus. Warhawk. Sorry, Colby would Jesus. be enraged at oh me that I, I messed that up. He would never listen to our podcast again if he heard you make a simple he mistake. Has a, like he has that. a short leash for mistakes on uh, deep college uh, oh, football what, programs. What is, oh, what is this? <laughs> oh, oh, is this? oh, this guy's amazing. <laughs> this is this. Oh, I agree. He's going Wait, out of his way would, to show He was up the hot yoga guy. Yes. Oh, fabulous callback. Great work. Unintentional uh, callback. Great work, producer Josh. Right. There's just a number of. Also, Josie Jewell is uh, an Iowa guy. So maybe. Ooh, uh, oh, all right. These Iowa guys, they love to get down. So, I mean, Kramer, what do you got? Well, Sean, this one was lo looking you right in the eye. Because when. Danuch is on a uh, oh, football wait, field. Da I everybody eats when <laughs> Danuch is out there. Preseason football, you we get to bet against Danucci throwing interception. If they, yes, sir. if the gods bless us with a Danucci interception <laughs> prop in the preseason, God uh, help us all. So uh, yeah, I, I guess I mean I look, forgot he was on. He's the team. literally like a, a version of Billy Madison, whose like family just happens to get him into the NFL with privilege. And he played well enough for Ju our guy June Jones in Seattle. He's back in the NFL because Sean Payton likes a. What does Sean Payton like about a good third string quarterback? Crafty gadget guy can go, that's, can go that's pick stuff Danucci. up, can load a bomb. <laughs> uh, Danucci, yeah, man, he was. 
We would we would joke to saying everybody eats because he would get touchdowns. He would also <laughs> throw a bunch of interceptions, pick sixes, uh, and a number of his games came down to a like exactly right on the spread where his team wouldn't cover. So uh, Ben Denucci, we're keeping an eye on you. So uh, to recap, <laughs> and he might not make the team. So. That's another reason why you might be getting involved in the sports betting there in Colorado. Uh, Kramer has the Broncos going seven and ten. Tim and I have nine and eight. Tim likes that week eighteen. Uh, Denver lane one and a half. I also like the uh, make playoffs plus one ninety eight. Fewest points allowed twenty to one. Russell Wilson under ten and a half interceptions. Kramer on the fewest points. Uh, and just to be clear, yeah, I'm on the under. Under three eighty one and a half uh, points, and of course Denver. Under seven and a half wins, or no, eight and a half. Yeah, you got it. You're under by a yeah, good a whole game and a I, half. You know, I got to be honest. Like the more days we get removed from the Giants preview, I'm wondering how these teams have a, a how, how are the Giants getting disrespected in the win total? I mean, come on, some of these teams. every team that we've recorded because we're doing it in order. Tim Kramer just gets more and more mad. Oh wait, what? They're sixty to one. The Bears. That's that's like the Giants odds. That's, They're just spitting in our face. That, that is spitting in our face. <laughs> uh, Tim, appreciate you so much for coming on the show. Give Tim a follow on Twitter at number one uh, Tim Murray. Check him out. Him and Sean King on Veasan Live Prime Time, six to nine p.m. East, and his uh, Veasan College Football oh, Betting yeah. Podcast. Uh, your College Football Betting Guide dropping uh, Thursday. Anything else, Tim? Think that's it? Yeah, we got the full NFL guide already out. So uh, go go over and uh, grab it all, baby, to scoop it all up. Let's go. All right. Thank you for participating. Football's in so, the close. Yeah, it's so close. So uh, close. It's still like thirty-five days away. What do you mean? We got the <laughs> Hall of Fame game. The Hall of Fame Hours game is away. here. For the Sports Game Podcast, I'm Sean, second the money green, and he is Ryan. Let's ride, Kramer. Let it ride. Yeah, that's not what he wanted to cook. Thank <laughs> you.